they have two good ones in a row and then they have a bad one and the bad one throws them off and they go, I'm not doing this anymore. It was bad, right? But there's, again, there's no such thing as a bad meditation. We are addicted to doing. We're addicted to getting up. We're addicted to thinking, being on the computer, being on our phones. We need to break that habit. In this episode of the Voltura Game Show Podcast, you will discover the Zen Entrepreneur, Peace of Mindset and the Art of Not Doing. Is that something that you love to know? If so, continue listening. Hi guys and welcome to another episode of the Voltura Game Show. The Voltura Game Show is designed to bring together the best minds of our times, so that you can have access and integrate their mindset, behavior and business lifestyle. As a result, you can access your inner perfection in a fun, new and interactive way. My name is Alexandru and I'm your host today. Today is episode 27 and our guest is Court Davis. Cor Davis is a serial entrepreneur, TEDx speaker, author, and the founder of Cancer Love. He was diagnosed with malignant para- paraganglioma in November of 2017. He was given just three years to live. Instead of falling under the intense stress of having a late-stage ca- cancer, Cord set out on a mission to save his own life. Now he impacts millions of people around the world by giving them the necessary tools to help them manage stress on their journey to healing. Thank you for being here, Cord. Thanks for having me, Alexandru. I'm excited. <laughs> Thank you, Kurt. I'm actually excited, like, and curious and excited at the same time. Like, what are you excited about? <laughs> what brings you here? What am I excited about? Um, I, I've I've heard uh, I've heard from friends uh, that this is this is a fun way to do a podcast, and uh, I've been doing a lot of interviews, and uh, it's uh, you know it's really interesting to be able to uh, look at things from a different perspective. So. I see that's what you've done. And so I'm excited to see what comes out of it. <laughs> Thank you. Actually, I'm also curious because as, as I told you in the pre-show, like it's unpredictable. You never know what will happen. Yeah. That's probably the best part because, you know, like, like what will happen? I don't know. You don't know. Okay, let's see. <laughs> Good. So we're going to have fun today. Good. So this is the Voltura game court. And basically how we're going to start the game is by rolling the dice. So tell me when to stop. Hey, psst. One second. Before we start the show, I have a small request for you. Could you please write us a review on Apple iTunes? This will help us to improve the experience and to reach more people. And also, if you want to be part of an exclusive group, go to voltura.co slash podcast or just Google Voltura Podcast. Thank you so much. Now, let's start the show. Stop. So it's four. Now, please read the card. Meme the craziest memory of your life to make it crazier and sound effects. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Meme the craziest memory of your life. <laughs> Do I tell you the memory? Uh, I, I'm going to guess it after. We'll see. Okay, okay, okay. So, uh... <laughs> Could you guess what that was? Yeah, so first I thought it was like a, a car, but then when you were like, ah, oh, it was a funfair park or something like that, like you were in a no, castle I... or? No, actually, I touched a power line when I was younger. Uh, I got in an accident, and so oh. I was I was actually electrocuted. And uh, so, yeah, that would probably be pretty tough to guess because that doesn't happen to many people, but that is definitely the craziest memory of my life. That's crazy. Yeah, that's actually crazy. <laughs> and I, you were holding like this, and I thought maybe it's like the bar, you know, like when it's a mountain roost. 
<laughs> when you say like you touch, oh my god, okay, <laughs> good. So you've done the task. Now the next um, step is questions. So I'm actually intrigued. Like what, what brings you there? Like why, why you did that? How old you were? So I was seven years old and I was climbing a tree and I didn't know they were there. I didn't know the power lines were going through the trees. And I was with a friend and uh, I accidentally grabbed onto one and and it was you know we we just we're just playing as kids i don't know if you climbed trees when you were a kid yeah. but i you know i was a little monkey like we climbed all over the place right and so um we spent a lot of our childhood outside and so it was a really freak weird accident mm. okay and <clears throat> what's the lesson that you got from that experience <clears throat> So it's interesting that we're starting off with this because it is the lesson of my lifetime. Um, what it did was uh, when I when I got electrocuted at seven years old, it, it kind of screwed up my, my body and it created all these stress chemicals. And so stress has been a, a very big part of my life. And so I have learned a lot about stress because of this accident that I had. And it's really taken me... Um, to kind of this unique part of the cancer journey, and that is, you know, focusing on stress. But, I mean, to get electrocuted is is a really stressful thing for your body to go through, to get volts of electricity to get to go through you. So, you know, the, for me, the big lesson is is, um, you know, just just the the lifelong learning of what the stress chemicals do to you. Mm, that's so interesting. Like it says that nothing is everything is made for a reason right nothing is like uh, sure uh, you know it just happened so it's, i, I it's believe that it's interesting to see and um the question is like what what do you think is the because we we talk in the pre-show right like um entrepreneurship and stress is like one of the biggest uh, like it's very important now the question is like yes. why why is it important like if someone is saying right now you know and they are starting or they have this business and you know especially in this covid i believe that the stress level is pretty high because we are thinking like okay what should i do what should yep. i do how can i bring this yep. how can i do that so um what uh, wh why do you think is important for for uh for people in general but let, let's look at the, an entrepreneurial side to look at um, uh, your stress level and to manage that so the biggest lie we've ever been told or taught um, from an entrepreneurial standpoint is that we always must be doing, we must be do, do, doing right. And so entrepreneurs kind of wear this badge of honor that says I worked 80 hours this week and I'm, and I'm burning the midnight oil and stuff like that. The reality is, is if we don't take a step back and go into silence or go into nature or calm those stress hormones down, our best ideas don't come to us. Our best ideas come to us when we have all the distractions of the environment kind of snipped off, right? And so, you know, I would tell any entrepreneur this any time of the day. I would say, listen, working is important and it's important to, to you know, put your effort into your, into your project or your baby or whatever you want to call it. But at the same time, on the other side of it, detaching from that is also equally as, as important. And it's equally as important because it's going to contribute so much to that project in itself. So it's really counterintuitive for us to go, oh, I'm going to go and not think about my work and I'm going to get ideas about my work, right? 
but it happens. My best ideas, my best, my best clarity has always come when I detach from the stress of the, of the current environment. And so don't get caught in that, don't get caught in that, um, that, that jail, that addiction to just be doing, you know, you want to give yourself some time to not do. Mm, that's, that's interesting. And like what you were sharing about, you know, like your best idea comes when you're like, you're out of the stress and when you're not in the work, it like it pops uh, of my, um, you know, I, I've studied psychology and it says about the subconscious mind, right? Like when you learn properly is basically you study the material and then you take a break and you let the subconscious process the information yes. so then yes. you, you access yes. it. And mm-hmm. um, the question is like, what what are you doing to to release yourself from the stress and to, you know, uh, get back into the flow and, you know, get the juice out? <laughs> so meditation is my go-to. I, I meditate uh, a few hours a day, uh, sometimes as many as four or five hours a day. Uh, so I put in quite a long practice. Um, I actually teach a meditation class, a guided meditation class online now. So it's like it's kind of become a passion of mine to help people kind of unlock the peace in their life. But on the entrepreneurial side, like if I went back, if I knew what I knew now, you know, 10 years ago, I would be teaching these meditation classes to the entrepreneurial world because the best ideas and the best clarity comes in this silence. And it happens to me day after day after day. I mean, the amount of ideas and the amount of clarity that I have now is incredible. And so for me, it's, it's meditation. And four or five hours a day. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's, that's interesting. I would say actually that's crazy. Cause I, like, when you're, when you're, when you're trying to heal from cancer, man, you do whatever it takes, yeah. you know, that's true. That's true. Yeah, like, um, I I understand, like, especially in that moment, like, your body says, hey, you need to take a break and just, like, yep. chill, yep. <laughs> chill the yep. freak down. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And, but, like, the thing is, like, I personally am intrigued about this, but I, I understand and I, I value, like, you know, five hours of meditation. But you see, even myself, I'm experiencing sometimes, I'm going to meditate, I'm going to do, you know, uh, or um, Wim Hof, right, or something like, like the briefing, and like sometimes it it doesn't work, and sometimes I have this like you know like this clean state of mind, but sometimes it's like it's like I'm just like doing something, but it doesn't work. Do you know like what's the reason here? Like why there's yes, this? Uh... Absolutely. First of all, you're putting you're putting emphasis on whether it works or whether it doesn't work. You need to take that away. It works every time. There's no such thing as a bad meditation. If, if you are doing it, what you're doing is you're retraining your body to stay down and you're retraining your mind to not focus on all the junk. So when you say it doesn't work, it means you're distracted. And so when you say it does work, it means you're less distracted. So what you want to do is you want to think of the times when it worked and when you were less distractive and you want to see the connections and you want to continuously go into it. That, this, is, this is our problem with getting people starting to meditate because they have two good ones in a row and then they have a bad one and the bad one throws them off and they go, I'm not doing this anymore. It was bad, right? But there's, again, there's no such thing as a bad meditation. You are teaching your body to, 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 to sit and rest. We are addicted to doing. We're addicted to getting up. We're addicted to thinking, being on the computer, being on our phones. We need to break that habit. And to do that, you need to literally have your eyes closed or do the breath work and just literally say, stay, stay. When your body, when your mind starts 
you know, going out or when your body wants to get up, just say, stay, stay, stay. And all of a sudden, you know, down the road, you're going to realize that you meditated for an entire half an hour or entire hour and you felt complete presence. And it's because you've taught your body and your mind to stay. The, the main reason that you go through this is because we are addicted to doing things. We're addicted to getting up. We need to break that addiction. We're all the time into like, okay, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? Exactly, next thing? exactly. And like, I think like one of the biggest like, you know, like shocking things is that when you realize that you will never finish, like you, you will never get it done. Like there will be more things and more things that will come. It's like life will never stop, you know? The to-do list never ends if you wanted yeah. to. You can keep that to-do list going on all day, every day. Mm, yeah, exactly. And another point that you said here is like detachment, basically, like to be detached yeah. of the outcome. Great. And I want to, and I want, I just want to say, like, detachment is going to make you a better entrepreneur. Detachment is going to allow you to separate your lives. Detachment is going to allow you to have your entrepreneurial side, but have your personal side and your health side. And your personal and your health side contribute a lot to your entrepreneurial side because you have to have joy in both. You have to have that balance. The reason burnout happens is because you don't have balance, you know? Yeah. Cool. Thank you, Core. Now let's proceed to the next player, which is me. So let's see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's free. Okay. So, oh, so choose one word to describe your ideal life. Um... I I started to like this world like really much and I, that will describe my ideal life. It's wealth, mm -hmm. and uh, one more thing here because you know when we think about wealth or when I thought about wealth before understanding what really wealth is, I was thinking only on the material money side. Yes, actually, yes. wealth is more than that. It's about you know all of these uh, six areas that are involved: so like family, money, health, love, friendship, spirituality, uh, happiness. So yeah, that's uh, that's what it is for me. Good. So the next step, spinning the wheel. Wealth in friendship. <laughs> that's funny. Okay. Uh, so for me, wealth in friendship would be, you know, like um, if there is something that I was not that good naturally probably all my life or friendship you know i'm really good at connecting with people and like boom you know uh, as voltura connect with anyone in 30 seconds I, i'm good at that you know like kicking the bucket kicking dice but uh, not kicking the bucket <laughs> kicking dice yeah um but there is something that i'm not that good which is like maintaining relationships and there is look for example right now you know i'm in london my my friends my first you know social circle is in romania where i where i was born and um, I'm not talking with them anymore. Why? Well, because, uh, you know, they are their entrepreneurial thing. These are, could be exclusive, but they are on their entrepreneurial side, I'm on mine. And I like, for, me, for myself, I like to, you know, to have this, um, you know, face-to-face, -face, like, you know, let's go on a, on a, on a beer or a not club, or not club on a coffee, something like that, you know, like, let's spend time together. So when this is not happening, like, the connection or the relationship starts to, to, not diminish, but you know, it, things happen, right? And I don't mm -hmm. know with them. So, what for me in friendship would be to have this kind of, um, 
you know, friendships that I, I don't want to have like the entire planet be my friends, but I want this kind of friendships that you know uh, I'm able to, um, I don't know, like uh, something crazy pops in my mind. Let's say I want to go right now to another country, and I can call my friend from, let's say Romania or America or whatever, and say, hey, I want to go to I don't know, let's say France, yeah. You're in America, I'm in London. I want to go to France. Would you come? Yeah, boom. <laughs> you know, something like that. Something uh, that, that would be funny. Good. So, questions? Okay. So, that's interesting that that, that came up. It's interesting you got that card. And it's interesting you got you spun that. It, it almost feels perfect for you, right? Because it's, it's, it's the energy you're feeling in your life right now. You're you may be feeling a little piece of lack in the friendship side. And I've gone through that many times because I've moved, I've moved a lot of places. I've lived a lot of places and I've had to create new friendships and I've felt um, kind of isolated in, at times as well. And so, you know, I totally, I totally get that. But I think that as we, you know, as we grow up and get older uh, and as we, as we refine what we're interested in and we refine what we're doing, I mean, to me, it seems like, you need to you need to swim in that group of people that has very similar interests to you. I mean that that just seems to me like what needs to happen. And so, you know, I always say this. I say this. I've been saying this. You know, ever since I've been teaching. And the magic doesn't happen inside your office. It doesn't happen when you're in front of your computer. The magic happens outside in the world, right? Mm -hmm. That's where the magic happens. And so, a lot of us are just you know, barricading ourselves inside and not allowing, not opening our eyes to what's going on to, uh, in the world. And so, you know, I, I would say, you know, are you, do you believe that you need to be, and again, I don't know, COVID's different, right? Who knows what's going on? I don't know what's going on in London, but do you believe you need to spend less time working and more time cultivating friendships? Do you believe that's something that, that you need to do? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, that's a good yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, work and business, I believe, that are designed in the end to just, you know, uh, help you fulfill whatever you want to fulfill. Like, I know that right now maybe I'm like, you know, depending too much on my business due to the circumstances. But before it was not like that. I was using the business to fulfill whatever I wanted to fulfill. And I believe that's what business is about in the end. Everyone, every entrepreneur does that. Every entrepreneur gets in that you know, s stuck in that, you know, spending all the time with business and, and, but, the, but the, but you just said it, fulfillment comes when you get to spend time and, and the money and the things that you created through this business with friends and with loved ones. Right. I mean, if you're by yourself at the end of the game, like it's, it's like you failed. Yeah. Right. Cause then it's like, oh, well I have all these things and I have all this wealth, but I'm not really wealthy. And you know, if you look at this, I'm not really wealthy in family. I'm not really wealthy in friendship. I'm not really wealthy in love. You know, that's mm. when you have a lot of things missing. Yeah, exactly. Oof, that was a deep conversation. That was deep. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we were going there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like one one more thing here is that I don't know if you believe this or not, but like we discovered this, you know, after we play with more than 100 people this game like this game is somehow like real you know alive <laughs> it's, it's so strange oh, like it I believe it you. I believe it <laughs> it seems alive it seemed like that was so pointed for what you're what you're going through in your life totally yeah, yeah. good so one more round <laughs> let's <laughs> see tell me when to stop stop
Okay. Four again? Oh, four again. <laughs> Let's see. Read the card. So it says, for 10 seconds, make a sad face and keep your shoulders down. Mm-hmm. And it says for ten seconds, put your chest forward, look up, and smile. The power pose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good. Okay. That's it. Oh. Man, I don't get to spin. <laughs> Seems like it wasn't today. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So questions. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I'm actually curious. Like going back to um, you know two minutes ago when we talk about you know gaming, a game being alive and giving you what you you have there. Um, what do you think is the the connection or the reason that you got this card? Mm, that's really good. That's a really good question. Um, you know, I'm going through what I'm going through with the cancer, and uh, I think that my whole um, Gosh, my whole daily life is balancing that or or bringing myself up from feeling sad. And so it's a constant reminder that I can go from sad to happy in in like this and and we can do that to ourselves. And so that card is a is is basically reminding me that hey, if you have a if you have a rough day, it's okay. But you can easily bring yourself up, just like I did in ten seconds. I brought myself up. I smiled. I know that increases your testosterone, increases your energy when you do that. When you put your chest up, and mm. um, so I think it was very fitting for what I'm going through. Mm. Okay, good. And um, what? So yeah, that, that, that's uh, that's an interesting question. Like. You know, you've been through a lot of things and uh, I think you are like the best pers- person to answer to these questions. Mm-hmm. What um, what can you do, let's say, in the worst case scenario? How can you tweak that, that scenario? Let's say, you know, going because in the end that's the purpose of this podcast, entrepreneurial. But even in life, right? Like, let's say when your business fell, when like your uh, relationship is gone, what, what would you advise someone to do or what, what can you do? I think you said it in the beginning, actually. Um, when you start to realize that when you plan something, it never turns out the way you plan it. When you anticipate something, it never turns out that way. When the magic that happens to you in your life, like when you meet this person you fall in love with or when you meet a best friend or when you stumble across a business idea, it's never when you anticipate it, right? And so when you realize that life is out of your hands and that you have no control, things are different. Basically what I mean is that if you are basically saying to you that life is happening for you at every step of the way, right? Life is continuously happening for you, not to you. Meaning, you know, your job fails, that's a failure, that's to you. No, maybe that wasn't the right business idea for you. Maybe that just made you learn what you needed to learn to get to the next idea. Um, so it's, it's really realizing that we're not in charge and that we, uh, you know, that, that we can't plan, plan unknown life because the unknown is where all the magic happens. 
and just know that everything that happens, whether you anticipate, whether, whether you interpret it as bad or good, is is a part of the plan. And so another thing too is, Alexandra is 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 stop putting labels on what's bad and what's good because it's completely subjective, right? Your company failing might seem bad to you, but there's a hundred other reasons why it could be good. There's a hundred other doors that just opened for more potential too. So make sure you see both sides. Yeah. Basically, it's like yin and yang. Like if there is no yang, there is no yin because it's like... Yeah, exactly. Yin and yang. Exactly. Yeah. Duality. The universe exists in duality. Mm. Okay. And what... Um, Okay, yeah. When you know, when you've been into the cancer, you learn something, right? There was the mm-hmm. lesson that you can basically. Th- what that's what you said. There is no good. There is no bad. And how are you using that lesson right now in your uh, in your life and in your business? Oh man, uh, that's a great question. Uh, I was uh, going to the hospital and to the doctors, and and it's a it's a very rare cancer, and so I got a lot of what I interpreted as bad news. I got a lot of, um, you know, this drug didn't work. It's still growing. This drug didn't work. This drug didn't work. You have to have another surgery. On and on and on. I've had nine surgeries in in, in less than three years. And uh, I've been on chemo, radiation. And so I started turning that around and saying, okay, clearly someone has a plan for me because I'm still here. You know, just being here is, is, is incredible because, you know, my body is a, an absolute miracle, like that it went through all those big surgeries and that I could still walk and I can still be active. Uh, so I started telling myself that, you know, everything that happens is for, is, 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 is a benefit to me. And so even if I walked into the doctor's office and they said the chemotherapy wasn't working, which, which I got, <clears throat> I got that message about a month ago, I said, good. I said, that means something else is going to work better for me or that there's another plan. And so I, I, I am using that in every aspect of my life, uh, right now. And, and, you know, we fall back, we, uh, you know, we, we fall back and we, we, you know, fall back on bad habits. I just, we just have to continuously, you know, catch yourself and say, no, this is, this is as bad as this is interpreted in your mind. This is, this is. This is part of the plan. Mm, yeah, it's like being being totally, you know, again detached and uh, and accepting, like exactly. acceptance and forgiveness and just surrender is surrender. the greatest word of all. Surrender is the greatest word. That's that's a word that every, every entrepreneur should have over their computer. Just surrender. Just let it all happen. Mm, yeah, let life unfold to you. <laughs> yeah, great. Okay, Cole, now let's complete the game with the acknowledgement card. So in this step, we are going to acknowledge each other court for something that we have done in this round. And I want to be first, so I want to acknowledge you court for um, your um, wisdom. Yeah, that's that's called wisdom what I'm hearing, like in, in seeing, you know, like the best, not the best, but that's actually the best and the worst like seeing the life in in one word mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. and understanding you know how to how you can use you know something that happened and going right now to the seven year old event and and to the cancer like how we can use that how we can see the lesson and apply it in multiple areas of your life and last but not least your desire to 
in the end help others to be um, at peace and meditate and, and creative in their entrepreneurial journey and in life in general. More resilient. And more resilient, yes. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I appreciate that. Well, you know, I think your uh, your card was really interesting because it, like like you said, the board's alive, and I and I believe that it was pointing you in that direction. It was feeling a, it was feeling a void in your life, and and I think it sensed a void. I think it sensed your desire to to fill that void, and I really acknowledge you for getting deep into that because we got into something, you know, we got into into the discussion of loneliness. I mean, discussing loneliness is, is being really vulnerable. So I acknowledge you for, for being vulnerable about what you're going through with relationships with friends. Thank you. Thank you. I got that. And yes, Voltura. <laughs> stay there. <laughs> Meditation. <laughs> Good. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations, Court. You have finished the game. That was fun. Thank you for playing the Voltura game. Great, thank you. Curious, like, what what did you like about the game? I think I, I loved exactly what you said in the beginning. Is that is that it was very unexpected where we went, and you know I think that most most interviews you know we kind of expect where they go, and I think that this game kind of puts people in an uncomfortable position, which is good because because if you when you're vulnerable, you, you know, the real truth comes out, the real true you comes out. And so uh, I think it was a, a really, it's a really good and effective way to to get people to be vulnerable on your podcast. I think some people are going to, you know, balk at some questions, but I think we just need to ease them into it, right? Because some of these people don't anticipate getting into these questions when they're being interviewed. Yeah. Especially after you mime something crazy. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I wasn't expecting that, but hey. Yeah, yeah. great. Thank you. Okay, good. Now, uh, the next step, Court, is that I'm going to ask you three questions. And okay. These are, what is one successful mindset that you had, one successful behavior, and one aspect in your lifestyle that made you who you are now? Oh, that's a wow. Okay. Um, one successful mindset. Um, I would say, uh, resilience has been, no, you know what? I say accepting, accepting, um, uh, is the mindset because, um, I've had a lot of things happen to me. I've, I've, um, you know, had the accident when I was younger, I had Crohn's disease. I broke many bones in my body. I had the, the cancer diagnosis, I've had a bunch of failed businesses. Um, I think that accepting uh, where I am on this journey and where the journey is taking me is is has been really important to even keeping me alive right now. Just just accepting that this is all part of the plan. Uh, you said this second one was behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, what's what's a, a behavior? I would say. Um, I would say uh, the behavior of, I don't want to say positivity because I feel like that's overused, you know, being positive. Um, I think, you know, again, I've accepted, you know, both sides of it. But I think um, the behavior could be being resilient. That could be a resilient behavior. 
And I think that, um, you know, just seeing myself rebound from over and over again from all these things that happened, uh, you know, have, re- have really showed me how strong of a person I am and how resilient I can be. And it's also helped me um, to share these stories with others to help teach other people how resilient they can be. Because people really learn through stories. They learn through, you know, through, through seeing, through believing. And so, you know, I've been through a lot. And so that resilience is something, uh, is, a, is a belief that I can instill in other people. Mm. And what was the last one? So lifestyle, aspect of your lifestyle. Uh, definitely, um, a constant, a focus on health and wellness. Um, you know, eating, eating good foods, getting good sleep, um, learning meditation, um, being out in nature, uh, being in the sunshine. Uh, that has been a, a, a really big part of my life because I was once a very type A addicted personality to work and you couldn't pull me away. And so getting away has really expanded my mind, my possibilities. It's, it's expanded. I mean, I, I feel so much more connected. And so, and I have so much more clarity and that, that really has to do with, with my, my wellness lifestyle. Mm, okay. Yeah. And that, that's interesting. Like the fact that you detach yourself and now you're meditating and you're putting a lot of time on meditation mm-hmm. allows you mm-hmm. to expand your brain and your, your power. Exactly. Great. Thank you, Core. Now, please tell people where they can find more about you. Yeah, sure. So you can go to my website. It's it's my name, C-O-R-T-D-A-V-I-E-S, CourtDavies.com. Or you can find me on Facebook, the same, at Court Davies. Uh, I do um, offer free guided meditation classes on Wednesday nights. And uh, a lot of people come. And it's over Zoom. It's Again, fun and free, and and if you if you're looking to you know kind of just dip your toe into meditation, it's like the beginning thing. I I, I teach a little bit about mindfulness and mindset every day, every every week, and then uh, meditation. And so, uh, you know, you're just ma- Alexandra. You're just making me realize how how much entrepreneurs need need this you know strong mindset, this this silence, this this uh, surrender. So so thank you for that. Thank you for you know allowing this and contributing to this because together we discovered this. So yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, great. Thank you, Court, and thank you guys for listening to this episode. This was the 27th episode of the Votura Game Show. My name is Alexandro. I was your host today with our guest Court Davis. And if you like this episode, please uh, share it uh, with others, with whoever you want. Do you think will benefit or everyone? <laughs> and uh, rate it with five star reviews or on uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you're listening to right now. And share the feedback with us. What do you like about it? What you don't like about it? Or what do you think we can improve so we can have a better experience if it's possible? <laughs> Thank you, Cord. Thank you, Alexandra. Appreciate it. In the next episode of the Vultura Game Show, you will meet Neil. Neil is a world-renowned preacher of the power of story, a professor at the NCAD Business School. Neil helps startup founders become storytellers and then he invests in them. See you in the next episode.